0: I hope everyone had a great All Star weekend. Your line, No Magic, were okay, uh, maybe. The one thing that All Star weekend proved once again, the Magic need and still are looking for among their young players. Plus, let's just have a little fun. Let's just let's just enjoy fun for what it is instead of being all doom and gloom. It's an All Star weekend recap edition of Locked On Magic. <laughs> On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And- and you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 21st, 2022. My name is Philip Rostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll recap the goings on at All-Star Weekend involving the Orlando Magic. We will chat about Cole Anthony's dunk contest. We'll chat about Cole Anthony's Rising Stars game. We'll chat about it all, get to it today here on the podcast. But before we do that, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Whether you're your first listen of the day, whether you're listening to us right when we upload, whether you're listening, whenever you're listening to us, we truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. We're part of the great Locked On Podcast Network. You can find a podcast for you by searching every Download Podcast for Locked On in the team you're looking for. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online, where the game starts. All Star Weekend is supposed to be fun. It's an exhibition. It's meaningless. It it has no bearing on anything. Nothing that happens at All Star Weekend, nothing that happens at All Star Weekend, um, really means anything except it kind of does. Um, While, yes, centers are pushed to the side a little bit, they they don't have quite the roles that they have. With all the league's luminaries, with all the league's best players gathered together, you do get a little bit of a pecking order. There's a little bit of chest puffing going on where the best players tend to take that step forward. The best players tend to make themselves known. They hold court, so to speak. And it's clear, obviously, first-timers, you know, just don't know what they're doing quite yet at All-Star Weekend. They don't have the comfort, but it's clear exiting All-Star Weekend who the main guys around the league are. Steph Curry won All-Star MVP. Feels like it's his league right now. LeBron James is still holding court over everything. Giannis, Joel Embiid had big All-Star games. That's kind of how it goes. The best players make themselves known. And in the Rising Stars game especially, again, centers get pushed to the wayside a little bit. It's not the right game for everyone. The Rising Stars game especially is oftentimes used as kind of an announcement of future stardom. And so while these games don't mean anything, again, these games do not mean anything, there is still some narrative weight to them. There's still some posturing again going on uh, about who is the best, who is really in charge of the League, who commands the room. The Magic at three guys play in the Rising Stars game this weekend. All three did good things. All three, you know, they, they didn't get hurt number one, largely. Um, not in that game at least. Um, all three did what they had to do and, and played their played their game and 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 had their moments to shine. But one thing stood out to me, one thing that is still abundantly clear about this team, the number one thing that this team is is searching for and hunting for. The Magic need an all-star. They need a star. They need someone who is going to command the attention of these all-star games. Nikola Vucevic certainly did not. We love Vuce to death, but he was not holding court. He was on the fringes of the all-star game. The Magic need an all-star. They need a player with around whom teams, not just their team, but all teams, revolve around. And if there's one thing the Rising Stars game kind of showed, it's that they don't really have that yet. The stars of the Rising Stars game were Cade Cunningham, the, the game's MVP, maybe undeservedly so, but nonetheless the game's MVP, um, Evan Mobley, and you know to some extent Jalen Green. Those were the three rookies. Those were the three young players that really stood out over the course of the two-hour series of games. And obviously, I think the the way that the Rising Stars game is formatted now dulls some of the star-put-star announcements that get made, but also gives more opportunities. Jalen Suggs was second on team-worthy in scoring with 17 points and looked really good um, in in a lot of stretches and gave a lot of hope. But at the same time, while he certainly could have finished that game at the free-throw line, um, he was not the one that stood out. Cole Anthony certainly did not, although he had some nice passes and some nice plays and certainly gave the game some energy and life. Franz Wagner was essentially invisible. And so, in a way, the Magic went to the All-Star weekend with three guys that they hope can be the pillars of their franchise and walked away perhaps thinking, we may not have that guy yet and it's obvious obvious it's obvious from watching the magic play it's obvious from the way the from where the team is at today with their record with with how they're playing they don't have a guy that truly dominates the ball that truly soaks up attention and makes life easier for others that's what stars do that's what all stars do And you can't win in this league without All-Stars. And yes, it's a little bit of a chicken and egg problem. Winning creates stars as much as stars create winning. But to win at the elite levels, if we're talking about winning a championship, if we're talking about taking those next steps, if if that's the ultimate goal for this Magic team, then they need the elite talent. And obviously, that can be somewhat dependent on the lottery and winning the lottery and getting a top pick that can be somewhat dependent on grabbing the absolute right guy in the draft something the magic have not done all their all the all stars that they've drafted have been the number 1 pick in franchise history magic have not been good at drafting that's why they've had so much inconsistency that's why they've been unable to sustain their best play and you know give give Jeff Wellman credit Franz Wagner was a great pick at 8 and he might yet be an all-star. He might yet be a star player, but is he really the guy to build your roster around? He certainly didn't take that step forward or didn't step to the limelight in Cleveland. And again, that's not really his game. I'm not going to blame him for that. He was on a, a loaded team with Cade Cunningham and and Evan Mobley, but he was invisible. And again, maybe an all-star game isn't his style of play, but at the at, 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 to some extent, that's creating a pecking order. That's creating a narrative too to, to be to play well in these games. I'm not saying anything new here. I'm not saying anything crazy. Um, we still see the star potential Jalen Suggs, and he showed the most potential in that game. Of course, there's so little defense that defense in his game specifically that um it's hard to judge much. But at the same time, you still want your guys to step up in the big big spots. You still want your guys to step up. Um, and, and show themselves a little bit. And Sug certainly did that. Cole did to some extent. But at the end of the day, the Magic need that influx of talent. It is so abundantly clear. The Magic have a lot of really nice players. There's a lot of talent on this team. It's not taking away from that. But they're missing, the, as Reggie Jackson put it, the straw the straw that stirs the drink. They're missing that one guy that can carry them on their worst nights. They're missing that guy... Defenses have to double. There's no one on this Magic team you have to double. They're missing a the guy that's going to take the ball and ram it down the paint and score and be effective and get others involved that way. That's what this team is missing. They're missing a guy that defenses have to account for. They're missing a guy that is clearly going to be playing on Sundays at all star games in the future. I mean, as Franz, that guy, you know, I'm, 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 I'm. I love Franz. I think he's a fantastic player, but he's still got a long way to go. All-Star Weekend is a stark reminder that the Magic are missing that kind of star power. They might have star personality in Cole Anthony, but they're missing that star power. The star power they need to really begin to rebuild. And every year at All-Star Weekend, every year we see that pecking order develop. Every year at All-Star Weekend, we see someone take the stage. We see the same players take the stage and make it known whose league this is. It's not the Magic's league yet. The Magic aren't even in the same building. We'll talk a little bit about the Magic's all-star game performances, including Cole Anthony in the dunk contest coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Build Bar. This is the time of year we've pretty much given up on all our New Year's resolutions. I know I haven't been on mine quite as much. I want to work out more. I want to sleep a little bit more. That's why I'm doing these in the morning instead of at night. Um, and I, I've not been consistent with that. I've not been consistent for you guys, and I apologize for that. But I am going to get back to it. I'm going to get back on my bike. i to get back to bed early. I'm going to get back to eating healthier as I go grab a bag of M&Ms. Um, and I'm going to use Built Bar to help me get there. It almost feels like it's not really resolution because Built Bars are the kind of bars you enjoy eating. Have you tried the Puffs yet? If you haven't, you're missing out on Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallow-y. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, yummy cinnamon-y churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, and they're all so good. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, so you get that chocolate fix that you need. They're low-calorie and high-protein, so replace your candy bars with these, and you will feel a whole lot better. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Come in great flavors like mint brownie, coconut, coconut, almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious, and with new flavors coming out all the time, you'll want to check out Built.com often to see what they have to offer. At Built Bar, they're all about tasty. Make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. So go to Built.com today and use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. We want to thank you again for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. For your next lesson, check out the Locked On Now podcast with nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. So obviously, uh, you know, the Rising Stars game was interesting. Um, we'll we'll dive a little bit into that at the end of the show. We're going to go backwards in time here. Um, but let's start with the dunk contest. Um, let's, let, let's recap the dunk contest a little bit. Um, yeah. That, that, that wasn't good. Um, I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. It, it was not a good dunk contest. Um, is it the death of the dunk contest? Is it? Um, does it mean that the dunk contest shouldn't be on last? No. I think people lionize the dunk contest a little bit too much. Um, I think they think that the dunk contest is on average really good. It is not. It, it usually isn't this bad, um, but it's usually not memorable. And, and, and I think People are like, Oh, why don't the stars do it anymore? It's just like the stars never did it. There's a few years where Dominique did it. There's a few years where Jordan did it. There are a few years where Sean Kemp did it. Kobe did it early in his career. Michael Finley did it early, early in his career. Zach Levine did it early in his career. This is, this is meant to be for young players who need to shine, who need that little bit of uh, a PR boost. Aaron Gordon did it because that was the only way for him to stay relevant since he wasn't going to be an all-star. It, I think people wring their hands over it. But having said that, this was a bad dunk contest. This was not good. Um, This was just not well executed at all. Um, You know, again, I I think that uh, Obi Toppin was my favorite entering the dunk contest. I was not surprised that he won. Um, I saw the criticism that he wasn't dunking powerful enough, which is fair. Um, At the same time, the dunk contests go off the rails when there are too many misses and too many kind of failed attempts and false starts and that's what happened from the tip um you know you could cole anthony's flavor is not for everybody um you know there is a showmanship element to this you want to bring people in somehow um cole anthony is a giant kid i love you know we, we we love him for his personality he acted like it um you know to do his dunk contest and you know putting on timberland's to dunk is a very, very specific reference. Um, he promised he would keep his dad's name alive. So he wore Greg, his, his father's Jersey for the, for the dunk contest. I know some magic fans were a little weirded out that a, the magic were an orange to begin with, uh, with everyone wearing their city edition jerseys and B that he did his dunk in a Knicks Jersey. Stop it guys. It's a dunk contest. Who cares? Um, that's his dad. It, it's fine. Um, but I, I would say this, I, I thought the execution of Cole's dunk, um, was not well done. Um, Timberland should have had laces in them already. Um took him too long to get the to make the shoe switch to get the shoes on. Um but you know and, and then it took him far too long to get the dunk right. I think I think he had a few false starts and then and then a miss. And obviously that just lowers your score and that just takes the energy out of the room. Cole was the right guy to put on first. Um and, and this was a good dunk to try. This was a good dunk to 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 do. Um it is not easy and I don't think people appreciate how difficult it is to dunk and to, and to do the NBA things in non-basketball shoes. When um, Gerald Green did the dunk without shoes on. Like, he didn't do, like, an impressive dunk, but the fact that he dunked without shoes on was really impressive. Um, dunking in heavy snow boots, again, I'm not I'm. I'm not hip. I'm not super familiar with Timberlands. Um, dunking in those heavy shoes is really tricky. And doing a windmill on top of that, Uh, the dunk was certainly more than a 40. I think he probably got docked a few points for uh, needing a couple attempts to do it. Um, There should be some appreciation for the difficulty of the dunk that Cole Anthony did and and the attempt at showmanship. But, you know, I think throughout the evening, it it was very, very clear um, that the biggest issue was just everyone was trying to do a little too much. Um, You know, everyone's trying to push the envelope, but not everyone's Aaron Gordon, not everyone's Zach Levine. And, And I think, I think, that the most important thing for the dunk contest is know your limitations. Get dunks in, you know, especially early. Just warm the crowd up a little bit. You know, there needs to be some level of difficulty, but get dunks in. Get dunks in that you can actually do. Um, And obviously it's it's disappointing because Cole Anthony probably tried the hardest dunk of the night, his second dunk attempt. Um, He tried to kind of shoot the ball from the three-point line and then do a one-handed 360 grab. Um, He was not able to finish it. He used all three of his attempts, was not able to do it. Uh, uh, you know, he needed the 50, obviously I think to advance. So he had to go for it. And, and I don't blame him for that. Um, but it, it was just, it was just tough. Just everyone tried to do a little bit too much. And, and honestly, that was my criticism of all-star Saturday night. Um, in general, like the three point contest is easy. It, 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 it they, they they've complicated it a little bit with the due zone with those extra, extra, um, spots on the floor from 30 feet out. But I, I think that's honestly a good incorporation of how the game has changed on the three point shot. um, the three-point contest is simple. That's why it's the best event consistently every year. Um, grabbing a ball off a rack and shooting it is simple. The skills challenge was too complex. It was not clear what the rules are. I get what they are trying to do to make sure that everyone participated in every part of the event instead of eliminating guys after, you know, a two-minute obstacle course. Um, but it was too complicated. And, and so that's just the general problem with these contests. Um, they try to do too much. Um, you know, Jalen Green, I thought it was cute to see him walk out with a, with a, his – uh his top shot around his neck. Um, but again, the dunks he tried were too complicated. And he was not able to complete them. And that's when people turn South on these dunk contests, but, um, you know, back to Cole, you know, I, I thought Cole represented himself. Well, obviously he showed off his personality. This is a dude that's all in on everything. When, when he sets his mind to something, he is all in on it. And, and I think that, that, that's the part of his personality. We absolutely love. Um, he was determined to get that dunk down and, um, you know, I, I thought that he, again, he acquitted himself well. He finished third, ended up finishing up third, even though he didn't complete one of his dunks. Um, I, I thought that, that you know, he had good ideas and and they weren't well executed, obviously. Um, But, you know, again, it's it's a show. It's supposed to be show. And I think Cole leaned into that and leaned into it all the way. Um, Yes, it's disappointing he didn't advance. Yes, it's disappointing that the dunk contest was so bad. No, it doesn't mean the dunk contest is dead. It doesn't mean the dunk contest is over, but... Um, it was a it was a it was a frustrating evening for for that reason, but one that uh, one that happened and we'll have to move on. I, I doubt we'll see Cole Anthony in a dunk contest ever again. Hopefully next year will be in the three-point contest. That'll be a little bit easier to digest. We'll talk a little bit about the rising stars game coming up here in just a moment. But first, football might be over for the season, but basketball is in full steam for both the pro and college. Heaps. So from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fire coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. To Friday, as we go backwards in time, the rising stars game. Um, this was supposed to be the magic showcase, this was supposed to be the time where the magic would kind of step onto the stage a little bit, um, and be a presence. This is the first time the magic have had three participants in all star weekend since 2009 with Dwight, Jameer, and Rashad. Um, obviously, very, very different game this time, but um, I thought that all three of the magic's players showed out well. Um, but but more importantly. They had fun, um, you know. Again, I think I think they really leaned into that aspect of it, and, and and you know didn't exert themselves too much. It didn't seem, but seemed to really enjoy the process and really seemed to enjoy their their moment in the sun in the weekend. Now, obviously, like I said, uh, none played at the level where they were making a statement or, or making a claim to where the magic magic are going. Um, you know, I think the, the guys who made the I think the Cavaliers made the biggest statement of the weekend, um, winning the Skills Challenge. Evan Mobley played really well. Um, I, I had him or Jay Sean Tate as my MVP of the Rising Stars game instead of Cade Cunningham. Cade dominated the ball. He wanted to make sure that his name was known. Um, Jalen Green was chucking up threes. He wanted to shoot the ball. Um, I thought Jalen Suggs did a good job attacking the basket. Um, he Again, Jalen Suggs had the highlight of the game. The 360 dunk, the lob off the backboard to Cole Anthony uh, late in that game. The only thing Jalen Suggs was missing was the game-winning free throw to send his team to the finals and set up a set up an all-magic finals um, in the Rising Stars game, and that should have happened. And, and Suggs was really heartbroken that he wasn't able to do it. He actually committed the foul that also led to Desmond Bain winning the the contest, winning the game for Team Isaiah. But, um, you know, I thought all three guys did good things. Um, again, I thought Cole was was doing what Cole was joking around. Cole wasn't taking it seriously, which is fine. Um, you know, again, you you have have your fun. Um, you know, he was jacking up threes and not hitting it, but he was looking to facilitate, move the ball, had some nice passes, had a nice passes. The G League and the Ignite guy, I'm blanking on his name. I think it was Marshawn Bocamp. Be- 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 um, had a nice lob to him. Um, obviously, you know, had to, had a couple nice dunks late in the game as, as Team Worthy uh, worked their way back into and gave themselves a chance to win it. Um, Jalen Suggs was a constant drumbeat all night long. Jalen Green had 20. Jalen Suggs had 17. So he's the second leading scorer on his team, a heavy scorer on that team as well, um, and just did good things. Um, again, a lot easier to score at the basket when the defense isn't trying to stop you that first game was played more like the traditional rising stars game where there is zero defense. Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, so again, no deep, there's literally no defense being played. Um, and so they were, they were moving the ball really, really well. And then I think as the, as the game went on and certainly second game, there's a little bit more attention to detail, a little more focus, um, especially as the game got tight and, and winning came, uh, came into, into focus. Um, Franz Wagner for Team Barry in both games. He scored six total points, made two shots, um, completely invisible, unfortunately. Um, you know, just didn't touch the ball, wasn't super involved. Uh, despite the game being close and and both the both games um in the semifinal round at least went to the final position with two next basket wins. Um, Franz was not on the floor for the for the next basket wins portion of the first game. Um, and 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 that frustrated Magic fans, but um, you know, I don't necessarily disagree with the decision because he just wasn't, this is just, isn't his style of game. Uh, and they didn't work to get him involved. They didn't kind of give him his turn to make an attack, but that's not how he plays anyway. So, um, you know, Franz, obviously he won the, won the game for Team Barry um, in the finals and did so doing exactly like Franz Wagner thinks. Cade Cunningham came on a drive, Wagner cut baseline, Cunningham fed it to him, Wagner got the foul, made his free throw, game over. It's that simple. Um... I was, I was, I really liked um, the format of this game. Um, I thought it gave more players a chance to shine, kept things moving really, really well, increased the competitiveness. I think, I think you could feel the competitiveness increase as the games got closer to their end. Um, It was a good format, and and I I really hope the NBA keeps it this way uh, moving forward because consistently, the Rising Stars game is the worst game of the weekend, is the worst event of the weekend. Just nobody's trying at all for forty minutes or forty eight minutes or whatever it is. You want it to be a running clock because it's just boring basketball. Um, it's just a dunk fest with without much structure behind it. Um, but it was it was fun. You know, again, I, I think that's the most important thing about all this is everybody had fun. Um, you know, Cole definitely had a good time. I think Jalen had a good time. Uh Franz probably even had a good time and, and enjoyed and enjoyed his part of the weekend. But um obviously just now time to get back to work, time to time to rest a little bit. And then get back to work when the team reconvenes on Wednesday for uh, reconvenes on Wednesday for uh, the resumption of the season. But again, Magic done at the Rising Stars. They'll move on, get ready for the rest of the season here now too. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about where the Magic stand uh, cap-wise and financially as they look ahead to this off-season on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. Um, so definitely, definitely stay tuned for that. Obviously, just not a lot going on at the All-Star, All-Star break for the Magic. So... We'll try and kind of reset where we're at for the season. But I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Himmel, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all of them on the fun ways to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Thanks for making Locked on Magic part of your day every day. Now make your next listen Locked on NBA. Locked on Experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Like I said, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Rossman reich We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.